Okay, so everybody's uh, into the spirit of things already? Feel your contact with the floor? Feel how you're resting? You can take your glasses off if you can bear it. And slowly begin to roll your head from side to side. Not the maximum from side to side, but just taste the movement. So you feel how your head rolls to the left, how your head rolls to the right. Is that okay on pillows? Yeah, so we, um, that's why we make these uh, Feldenkrais pillows like flat like that. So it's just like the floor came up to support your head and you've got the same freedom to roll on the cushion that you do on the floor. So if you have, you know, if you have an ordinary cushion, your head would just be trapped in this space. Okay, so you need a, you need one. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're doing this at home, you get a towel and fold it flat and fold it to the height that just feels very neutral for your head. That might not sound very clear, but neutral means not too high and not too low. And how do you know what's too high and what's too low? And actually, this is very interesting. You can just do this movement. You're rolling your head from side to side. And if you're not sure what's the right height for your cushion, you just take a few out, put a few in until it feels like your head has, of all the different heights you could choose, your head has the most freedom, the most possibility to roll at that height. And that's probably what's going to be neutral for you. Another way to think of it is, is your face sort of parallel to the ceiling or parallel to the floor, more or less? Or is the height of your pillows tilting your head back or pushing your chin towards your neck? And now as you're rolling your head, pay attention to the way that the spot that your head contacts the floor travels on the back of your head. So you're rolling your head. You start out in the middle, directly at the back of your head. That spot's resting on the floor. And as you roll your head, successively the spot that is resting on the floor moves along to the left or moves along to the right. And feel how that spot moves. And notice how far down your neck do you feel this movement? Do you feel the vertebrae moving, the muscles or the sides of your neck or the sort of tube of your neck lengthening and shortening or twisting on a diagonal or and how far down does that go anything in your shoulders anything further down your neck and your chest And then rest for a moment. And now place your right palm on your forehead. So bend your elbow, lift your elbow from the floor, place your right palm on your forehead. And make your palm like the floor underneath you, a flat surface, so that your palm is a flat surface. And so just like the floor underneath you touches your head at one spot, your palm now will touch your head at one spot. It's still going side to side on your forehead, but your palm is flat instead of curved. So instead of your whole hand touching your forehead, just one spot on your hand touches your forehead. And now use that hand to roll your head from side to side. So your hand is actively rolling your head from side to side. 
But for your hands, just like for the four beneath you, the contact with your forehead will travel from one place to another in your hand. So it's like your hand is this board that you're sliding, you're not sliding, but you're using to roll your head. And as you go in one direction, as you roll your head to the right, that spot that contacts your hand on your forehead, it'll move towards your fingers. As you roll your head to the left, it moves towards the heel of your palm. So you roll your head left and right with your right hand and the place of contact of your head with your hand changes. And see, can you do that with the palm of your hand instead of the back of your hand? If you were using the back of your hand. If you weren't using the back of your hand, that wasn't directed your way. And now try something a little bit different, or you ask yourself whether this is different from what you were doing. Keep your hand still and roll your head so that you feel your head sliding under your palm. So keep your hand and keep your elbow still. And now roll your head, and that slides underneath your palm. And now don't do that, but instead use your hand to roll your head so that your hand moves from side to side, your elbow moves from side to side as you roll your head. Good. Okay, great. Leave that. Stretch out your right arm. Rest your right arm. And now let's do the same thing with your left hand, your left arm. So place your left hand flat like plain, but still going from left to right. So your hand's not vertical on your forehead, it's horizontal. Your left hand on your forehead. And your hand flat like a board, not curved, not holding your head, but flat, just one place of contact. And now use that hand to roll your head left and right. And really feel now, feel like your head is passive and your hand is feeling how your head rolls. Your hand is sensing, listening to the vertebrae of your neck, muscles, vertebrae, base of your neck, shoulders, collarbone, ribs, spine, And notice where your elbow moves. How your elbow moves in and out as you roll your head left and right. Your elbow and your forearm more or less maintain being sort of parallel to the floor. And still the back of your head rolls on the floor. Instead of sliding, it rolls. Great. Okay, leave that and bring your arm down and take a rest.
And now with your right leg, begin to explore what it feels like to roll your right leg in and out. Roll the toes of your right leg. Roll across the heel. Roll your leg to turn it in. Roll your leg to turn it out. And the heel basically rests on the floor, but you're rolling across your heel. Turn in, turn out. And notice your knee, your knee rolling in and out. And do you feel in your hip joint? Do you feel the rolling in, rolling out? And continue, grow that to the inside so that your toes come to the inside of where your heel is. Leave that, rest. And then using your left hand, roll your head from side to side and feel if there's anything different, anything changed in how you're able to roll your head with your hand, how your head rolls, how easily, how smoothly, using your left hand. To one side, to the other side. And leave that. And now roll your left leg. Roll your left foot in and out. Roll around across your heel. Feel your knee turn in, your kneecap turn in and turn out. It's kind of like your whole leg's a pencil. You're rolling on the floor and you feel right up in your hip joint, up rotation in and out. You can even take your left hand and rest it along the outside of your left hip and look for the place, look for the height where you feel the greater trochanter, so that's a bony part of the 
thigh bone sticks out to the side. You'll feel it move up and down, away from the floor and towards the floor as you roll your hip in and out, as you roll your leg in and out. Just feel lightly for it. You can just rest your hand there and you'll feel on the side and you'll feel the movement of the greater trochanter passing under your palm, passing under your hand. It's like at the top of your thigh, there's this uh, Y shape. It's kind of a Y shape in this one bone that's the attachment for a lot of muscles in the area, goes outwards. And then your actual hip joint, the bone that forms the hip joint, goes in. So this is the outside of the Y. And on the inside of the Y is your actual joint. If you feel that, it might be higher than you think, it might be lower than you think. It might be further back towards the buttocks than you think. If you find that exact spot on someone else, you can give them jelly legs. You can just uh, flip their hip joint from there. Whole leg will shake in and out. It's very cool. Okay, leave that. And take your right hand. Place your right hand on your forehead. And roll your head from side to side. And just see what that's like now. And rest. And now place your left hand behind your head so the back of your head rests on the palm of your left hand and your left elbow is open to the side, basically resting on the floor insofar as that's possible. And now place your right hand on your forehead, that flat plank. So now the floor behind you is the flat plank of your left hand and you've got the flat plank of your right hand on your forehead. And roll your head from side to side with your right hand. So now you're going to feel that in great detail, feel that spot of your hand rolling, your head rolling across your left hand behind you. Feel the weight transfer, travel across your left hand behind you. And notice your left elbow staying still. It stays where it is, basically open on the floor. But your right elbow moves in and out. Think about your forearm staying more or less parallel to the floor, your elbow Right elbow goes in and out. You're rolling your head across your hand. And then switch your hands. So place your right hand behind and your left hand on your forehead. Roll your head from side to side like this. Palm of your left hand flat now and the point of contact traveling. And now your right elbow stays still, right? Your right elbow is still, your right arm is still, but your left elbow moves in and out. Okay, and leave that. Bring your arms down. 
and come up to sitting and sit cross-legged. And now take your hands and place your left hand, the palm, on the back of your head and your right hand, the palm, on the front of your head. So left hand on the back, right hand on the front. And now begin to turn your head, use your palms to turn your head from side to side. Notice what you're doing with your elbows. Where are your elbows going? As you turn to the left and as you turn to the right, where are your elbows going? So there's two major themes in the world, in the room here. We're going to try out both themes. So as you roll your head from side to side, as you roll your head to the left, have your left elbow go backwards and your right elbow go forwards. And as you roll your head to the right, have your right elbow go backwards, your left elbow go forwards. Wait, did I say that wrong? As you roll your head to the left, as you turn to the left, the left elbow goes backwards and your right forwards. So you turn to the right, right elbow backwards, left forwards. And you feel if you do that, it's like your whole upper trunk is turning as a block and all this twisting is happening in your ribs, in your belly, almost all happening below the level of your neck and your shoulders. So that's one option, feel that. And then bring your arms down to rest for a moment. We'll try the other option after you've... Let the blood flow back into your arms. Bring your, when you're ready, bring your left hand behind your head again and your right hand on your forehead. So your left hand on the back of your head, right hand on the front, your two hands like planks. And now think it's more like the hand at the back of your head, the arm at the back of your head's resting on the floor. So it's not going to turn. Things aren't going to turn forwards and backwards. Your elbows are going to go in and out instead. So as you Roll your head to the left. Your elbows come towards one another as you roll your head to the right. Your elbows come apart from one another, but they basically stay in the same plane. So you're not turning your whole shoulders. You're not turning your elbows. Your elbows are going in and out rather than turning around. And again, your head is rolling on your palms the way it rolled on the floor, changing the point of contact on your palm, rolling along each palm. And just look for that difference, what, how different it feels. And this is really much more in the neck and the upper vertebrae. To turn your head left and right while you're Elbows go in and out instead of forwards and backwards. Maybe it's a little forwards and backwards. Maybe it's not perfectly in and out, but it's much more in and out. The distance between them changes. And then take your arms down and rest for a moment. And bring now your right hand behind your head and your left hand on your forehead. And begin to roll your head with your left hand as though your right hand was resting on the floor. So your right arm and hand stay still and you roll your head across it using your left hand. So your left elbow is going to move in and out, but your right elbow is going to stay fixed in space. So you roll, even though you're in sitting, you're rolling your head the way you did on the floor. You're rolling it across your hand instead of spinning it between your two hands. 
and feel what that's like. then you can even do the opposite to that so now have your left arm and your left elbow stay still and you roll the back of your head with your right hand and now the back of your head's going to make a bigger arc and do something funny in your neck and everything I'll say it again <laughs> so your left hand's on your forehead your right hand's behind you and now imagine your left elbow your left hand is fixed in space your head's going to roll on top of that so you use your right hand to roll your head on your left hand, which stays still. It doesn't slide, it rolls on it. It's going to roll on this. Yeah. It's more of a big move into the back of your head. It doesn't slide. You don't slide on your hand. And now let both hands move. So both elbows move in and out again. And your head now is turning on an axis right in the center of your head. Your head's turning and the back goes to the left and the right and the front goes to the right and the left. So the front and back of your head's going in opposite directions. Okay, leave that, come onto the floor, take a rest. And now we're going to come, this next movement will remind a few of you of some lessons we did some months ago, but it's all right if it's a brand new movement for you too. Come to, think, of, think about your right foot now. Come down to your right foot and begin to flex and extend your right ankle. So I don't say point your toes and bend your toes back because I want your toes to go along for a ride, just kind of passively. Flex and extend the ankle. So not rolling right now, but just flexing and extending the ankle. Just let your toes be passive, go for the ride, so you're not really pointing or folding your toes, but really your ankle joint. So the front of your foot goes up, your heel goes down, your heel comes up, front of your foot goes down, your heel and your toes going in opposite directions. And you feel as you do that, probably your heel is sliding on the floor, right? Your heel is sliding on the floor. And now let's change that idea. So go halfway in between. Flexed and extended ankles. Stop somewhere halfway in between. And kind of think like you're gluing your heel to the floor right here. And as you flex and extend your ankle, if your heel can't slide, something else is going to move. So you flex and extend your ankle, but your heel stays anchored to the ground. So now maybe your knee shifts a little bit. Maybe your pelvis shifts a little bit, something in your hips. It might be now a very small movement. So let everything else determine how far you flex and extend your ankle. You might be flexing and extending your ankle a very small amount, just within the range of where you keep that heel organized so that it's stuck to the ground. And you can even help yourself stick your heel to the ground by taking your sock off so there's a little bit of friction with your skin. Or You could do it with your sock on, but you can also 
feel a little more, do a little more if you have your sock off, and then your heel will really stick to the ground. Keep it small. And one really easy way to do it is as you bend your ankle up, maybe your knee bends a little bit and straightens as you extend your foot. Now, could you have that same kind of play a little bit in your hip, your pelvis? So yet another way is tilting your pelvis. You tilt your pelvis up on the right side as you flex your ankle, tilt it down as you extend your ankle. And so this movement of flexing and extending your ankle while you're keeping the heel put, you're asking yourself, where in the whole length of yourself are you absorbing that shortening and lengthening? So you're creating a little shortening and lengthening through yourself from your heel. And where do you feel yourself taking up that shortening and that lengthening? Rest your arms on the floor. If you have your arms rested on your chest or your belly, you might be stopping that lengthening and shortening. You might be putting a little interrupt message in the middle. I feel where that is from your right foot. Maybe it's even up to your neck. You feel something, your chin. And then leave that and rest and compare how you feel the left side of yourself, the right side of yourself, the length, how you're resting on the floor. And then find the same thing from your left foot with your left ankle pasted to the floor. Flex and extend your ankle. Flex and extend the foot. And feel yourself absorb that. What takes that up? Your knee takes the shortening. Your hip takes the shortening. Your ribs take it. What takes it? Then you extend the toes away. And what lengthens your knee, your hip, ribs? Just listen, soften. Try it with both feet at the same time, but in opposite directions. So as one foot folds, the other foot lengthens, vice versa. Keeping the heels in the same spot? Yeah, so both heels are a little pinned down there. You'll find it fits together nicely. So one side of you lengthens, the other side shortens. using your heels as the place from which that lengthening and shortening happens. leave that and take a rest. And now bring your left hand behind your head again so the back of your head's resting in your left palm and your right palm on the front of your head, your right palm on your forehead. And begin to roll your head from side to side with your right hand. And feel your head roll across your left hand. So your left hand still, your left elbow still. And notice your elbow moving in and out. Your right elbow moves in and out. 
And now can you do like you were doing in sitting and roll both arms, roll your head in both sides at the same time. So both elbows move in and out. Both elbows move out and then both elbows move in so that you'll be sliding your left hand on the floor, using your left hand to slide the back of your head on the floor. So your left hand takes the back of your head to the left while your right hand takes the front of your head to the right. And then your left hand takes the back of your head to the right while your right hand takes the back of your head to the left. So you're both the front and the back of your head are moving around your central axis. Now feel what's different about how you organize yourself to do that compared to just rolling your head so that the back of your head rolls from place to place on the floor. Okay, and leave that. Bring your arms down. Take a rest. And now come to your right foot again, the right ankle. And this time, as you flex your right ankle, roll your whole leg to the inside. And as you extend your right ankle, roll your whole leg to the outside. So you're rolling your right leg in and out. And you flex the ankle as you roll in and extend the ankle as you roll out. And take your time to put those two pieces together. Because if you remember that flexing and extending your ankle, that wasn't just your ankle. If your heel stays put, your heel's rolling on the ground, but it's not going to slide. It's just rolling left and right, not sliding up and down. So that means... The whole length of you is lengthening and shortening. And you're going to put that together with rolling your foot in and out, rolling your leg in and out. So put them together slowly until they get smooth. And it's not one and then the other, but it's both at the same time. So you don't flex your ankle and then turn it in, but you flex and turn in in like a nice arc together. Okay, and leave that. Rest for a moment. And now do the same thing with your left leg and your left ankle. As you turn your left leg in, you flex your ankle. As you turn your left leg out, you extend your ankle. And the heel rolls on the floor, but it doesn't slide. So that means your knee, your hip, your spine, your belly, your chest, somewhere, you've got to absorb that lengthening and shortening of your whole left side.
And again, here's another one. There's two major themes in the room of how to do this. So let's everybody do the two major themes. One, you could do practically everything in your knee and in your hips. So when you turn your left foot inwards and flex your ankle, you can flex your knee. Nothing in your pelvis needs to shift. Nothing in your spine needs to shift. You've basically shortened by shortening at the knee. And try that a few times, shorten by shortening at the knee. And then dial the dial dial it dial dial that dial down a little bit. So less on the knee. And if you're not going to do it so much in the knee, where else are you going to do it? What can you do with your hip to let that side shorten? Your spine, your pelvis. If your knee is going to stay more or less straight while you flex and extend your ankles, not really locked, but more or less straight. And feel your left side shorten as you turn your ankle in, flex your ankle. Your left side lengthen as you extend your ankle, turn your foot out. Great. Okay, leave that and rest. Okay, and then place your right hand behind your head, your left hand on your forehead, and begin to roll your right leg in, flex your foot, and then roll your right leg out and extend your foot. So you roll your right leg in and flex your foot so that your right side shortens, roll your right side out, right leg out, extend your foot so your right side lengthens. Just remind yourself of that feeling. And now use both hands to turn your head so that as you turn your right foot in and flex your ankle, you turn your head to the right. And as you turn your right foot out and extend your ankle, you turn your face to the left. But you're using both your hands, so the front of your head is turning and the back of your head is turning. Front of your head is turning and the back is turning. And you turn your head, your face to the right. As you shorten the right side, fold the ankle, turn the foot in. And you turn your face to the left as you turn your right foot out. Extend the ankle, lengthen the right side. And do the rolling of your head so that both the front arm and the back arm are active. Both the front arm and the back. Both the front and the back elbows move in, and then they both move out. So you're sliding the back of your head on the floor as well as turning your face. You're turning the back of your head as well as turning your face. And now you might well have made your own combination of Everything I just did, I think everybody's got their own left, right, flex, extend, turn this, turn that. So we'll go over it a few times. It's no problem. So as you've got your right foot turned in and your right ankle flexed, you're turning your face to the right and the back of your head to the left. And then as you extend the ankle and turn your right foot out, 
you're turning your face to the left and the back of your head to the right. So go back and forth with that combination. Turn your face towards the flexing, folding in leg and away from the extending, pointing leg. Leave that, stretch out and rest. And then place your left hand behind your head and your right hand on your forehead. Turn your left leg in and Flex your ankle, turn your left leg out and extend your ankle. Turn your left leg in, shorten your ankle, shorten the whole side of your body. Turn the left leg out and extend your toes, extend your ankle, extend that side of the body. And then begin to add to that with your head so you turn your face left when your left leg's turning in. And turn your face right when your left leg's turning out. So as your left foot turns in, as your left ankle flexes, turn your face to the left and turn the back of your head to the right. And as you roll your left leg out and extend the ankle, turn your face to the right and the back of your head to the left. And leave that and rest. And now for both your legs, can you put these two together? So as one ankle shortens and turns, the foot turns in, the other ankle lengthens and the foot turns out and vice versa. So you shorten your left foot and turn it in as you lengthen your right foot and turn it out and vice versa. Go from side to side. Get the coordination and then see about getting your heels stickier. And so you're doing both at the same time. You're not flexing, extending, turning, but you flex as you turn in, you extend as you turn out, and then vice versa, flexing as you turn in, extending as you turn out. So you end on each side with one ankle extended and one ankle flexed. your time? Are you really doing what you think you're doing? Make as many mistakes as possible. Notice them. Correct them. It's the best way to learn. Uh, 
Notice your pelvis shift, what happens up your spine. And then with one hand behind your head and one hand on your forehead, you can pick which hand you want to squish on this round. One hand behind and one in front. Take the front of your head to the one side and the back of your head to the other side. Roll the front and the back of your head. And you put that together with your feet and ankles in whatever way you want. I won't dictate it this time. You decide whether your face turns towards the folding ankle or the extending ankle. Your heels might be the only thing pasted to the floor. Everything else has got a slide or shift or something on the floor. Great. Okay, leave that and stretch out. And feel how you're resting on the floor now. your legs rest, the length of your back, your shoulders. Gently roll your head from side to side, now unaided, feel what that's like. Comparison to the beginning, is the cushion height still what you want or has the cushion height you wanted changed? And then whenever you're ready, you can roll to your side, come up to sit and stand, and take this for a walk. <laughs> 